Iowa everywhere. Mike Palm, Ken Miller, together on Iowa Everywhere. Welcome to The Hook, powered by Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to another installment of The Hook. That's Mike Paul. My name is Ken Miller, Mike, the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. Well, coming up on the program, a lot of NFL conversation. Got to recap our uh, stint in Las Vegas with the Iowa Everywhere team last week. A survivor update, as it seems like there were a number of uh, people that had survived up until this last weekend that have fallen by the wayside college football uh, playoffs, uh, college football bowls as well with Mike palm mike good to see you. i missed you last week when we were in vegas but boy we had a blast at circa you know what the best part about it is or one of the best parts is 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 seeing people watching their expression when they see the book for the very first time just you know for guys that like to bet on sports just the experience of them taking it in and it's almost like that you can you can imagine them as little kids on christmas morning when they look under the tree for the first time right just the wow factor that's involved yeah, Kenny, you see people walk in and they always have their uh, their cameras out. Either they're taking pictures or they're taking a video of the screen of the book, whether it's on the first level or the second level, so that they can take it home and, you know, and, and show it to their friends and family because they wouldn't believe it. No, indeed they wouldn't. Well, before we get into the sports, just a couple of highlights from the trip, and there were so many of them. We aided Bacon Nation. Chris and I and the team got over to Bacon Nation, which is at the D, which um, essentially is not quite right next door to the sports book, but it's hard to miss once you get up to that level. Boy, the, the food uh, lived up to the uh, it lived up to the name. There's bacon on literally everything uh, that you could ask for. What a great spot, Mike. Is it doing what you guys anticipated it was? Because let's be honest, downtown really lacked a place of that caliber when it comes to breakfast. Yeah, it's something we've been missing, right, since the D-Girl closed uh, in the pandemic and we hadn't been able to reopen. And so, uh, and also it'll help Bar Canada a lot with the food being right there. And you can order, you know, there's all those high top tables at Bar Canada and we're seeing a lot of people order right off the QR codes there with the menu. And then, of course, uh, you know, takeout, a lot of takeout for people going up to their rooms and stuff like that. And uh, it, it helps the casino floor in the morning as well to have that breakfast yeah. option. Yeah, indeed it was. And we, you know, we've talked about eight. eight ate east in the past that uh, grabbed food, took it to go, went up to the room at Circa Nata, but we actually had, I don't know if there was six, seven, or eight of us had that big table as soon as you walk in. And I think everybody ordered the brisket or the Vital Vegas special, which is the brisket fried rice with chicken on it. Mm. It is such a great spot. And who would think that, or ever thought rather, that you know you got to have fried rice when you're in Las Vegas. It certainly wasn't high on my list. It's a it's a can't miss every time I'm back there, Mike. Yeah, it's it it might be the most popular dish in the whole building. Is that is that fried rice? And it's written about by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 80s gets you know the ratings out of five are like four point eight nine or whatever. It's 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 a terrific Asian fusion place. Is there another uh, food? A type that you guys are looking to bring in if you i don't know if there's any more room to you know have another restaurant you got the barbecue right outside of course you can walk down the street to the d across the street of the golden gate is there something that you guys are still trying to get at circa you know at one time we looked at having a fish restaurant um, but i think our balance is pretty good and barry's does a good job with yep. fish and 
and uh, and 80s does a good job with the different fish dishes as well. So I think we're pretty well set right now. Yeah, Victory Burger and, of course, Saginaw's the deli is yeah. open 24 hours a day. Well, let's get into um, – I want to start with the college football with you, Mike, because it's, uh, it, it seems to me that it's getting more and more difficult – uh, to actually open up your Circa app and with any uh, amount of confidence, bet on a game, not knowing that, you know, who's going to opt out to the NFL, who's going to enter the transfer portal. I know that by the time these games should get here, we should have a pretty good idea. But when you guys first post a number, I have to think that in previous years, that was something that was you know, very popular. You're going to take that number because you may have an opinion on either side. How do you bet games now, Mike, in college football in the bowl season? Well, it's difficult to bet. It's difficult to book. That's why we we had the the limits a little lower. Um, you know, we used to open them with the thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar limit. You know, three, four weeks ahead of time. We can't do that anymore because you don't know who's playing. So I think mean, we're looking at three thousand on a side, ten thousand on a to- uh, or three thousand on a. T- uh, total 10,000 on a side. And then as we get closer to that game, three days, two days, the limits go up, but that's the only way to protect yourself of this news. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, I used to bet most bowl games. I, I, I really love to bet bowl games and, you know, you know, I might find myself betting five or less of them now because it's just, you know, and, and what's the effect on the team? Even, you know, the guys out, I mean, they're key players on the team and what, what's that effect? I mean, you got guys opting out of playoff games. I mean, it's Smith and Gigba for Ohio State, so who knows? Yeah, he missed a lot of the season, but is is known, although I think Harrison's their best receiver, but uh, he was in that conversation certainly prior to that. Is it the is it the playoff games or the bigger games that you're focused? I mean, we got guys opting out of the Rose Bowl for crying out loud. That that used to be taboo. Yeah, but you don't have the top. You get the third team from the Big Ten too. I mean, yeah. it's not the conference champion anymore because of the, because of the playoff. And uh, you know, now when we go to twelve, it'll just be part of a rotation. You know, and it will have very little to do with the Big Ten and the Pac twelve. I'm sure. Um, you know, some of these smaller games where these teams haven't been there before, they haven't been there in a long time, are kind of more compelling to bet. And you'd think the effort would be there because of the alumni base. Yep. And these kids are so excited if a team is on the rise, you know, uh, a Tulane or even in Illinois. I mean, that they, they've had seasons after so long of suffering. Um, the Las Vegas Bowl is coming up on on, uh, on Saturday. There was a time the game used to be played at Sam Boyd Stadium. It would be outdoors. It's a fair. It's a it's a it's a cab ride from the Strip. Let's put it that way. Now that it's at Allegiant and the the matchup itself, you're getting two Power Five teams. You're getting Florida and you're getting Oregon State. It seems like they've gone out of their way to make this a much more appealing matchup. What will that do for the city this week, Mike? Well, because of the NFL flex schedule. You know the game's now the game's now an 11 a.m. kick, so right. th- that's not tremendous for the game. Um, I don't know that Florida draws a lot either. There could there were there were some other fan bases there we were we were hoping for. You know, at one time LSU could have been in that mix mm. um, to represent. I mean, it really became down to a lot of choices of the teams that were three and five in the SEC. So. Uh, and it's a far away. You can't get any further than Florida right. for the trip. Oregon State's a compelling story. Um, we'll see how their fan base travels. Could be a downtown crowd. Um, so, you know, like USC is not a downtown crowd, right? For the Pac-12 championship game, uh-huh. you're not going to get a lot of USC people downtown. They're, they're right. going to be more strip people, right? I mean, that's just the, that, that's the way it is. So it sort of plays out that like the 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 uh, the – 
economic class of the fan base as well. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, before we go any further, uh, you, you sent me a text yesterday, and we're, we're fortunate in the state of Iowa. We were talking off air. You were in uh, you were in D.C. last week, and you wanted to bet. You were going to the Georgetown game, so you yep. wanted to bet on the game you were going to go see, and you weren't able to do so. Likewise, in New Jersey, you can't bet on Rutgers or any of the in-state college teams. You bet on the pro teams, but you can't in the college. Here we can, with the exception of some player props, something like that. Um, but just overall, what, what What's, what's behind that? Is that, do you think is, well, if you're going to, if you'll pass that legislation, we'll give you this part of it. If you're so bound and determined to get some sort of a win, we'll take the college in-state college betting off of the board. Uh, if we can have sports in our state. You know, for a long time, you couldn't bet on UNLV in Nevada. Now it That's seems true. offhand, but you know, it starts like that. There's a lot of horse trading when it comes to getting these things passed uh, and legislations. And then, and then the specific, gaming regulations uh, written, you know, and it's, is it a democratic governor is a public governor who's appointed to the gaming board and, and this, that, and the other. So you're, you're exactly right. And that's how some of these things happen. But then as time goes on and the stigma goes away, I think right. a lot of those prohibitions fade into the past. Yeah, no question about that. Well, now we can bet on MVPs here in the state of Iowa. Who's going to be the NFL MVP, dot, dot, dot. You can also bet on the Heisman. And uh, for you guys at Circus Sports, it was, a, it was a good announcement on Saturday night. Tell us, take us behind that. Well, Kenny, and credit to you and Chris and the whole crew. I mean, we had our best day ever in the state of Iowa on Saturday. Now, a lot of that was fueled by the Heisman being decided. So all that right goes into and the decision goes into it was a good decision for us. I guess not a lot of people back there believed in Caleb Williams, but uh, it was our best day. And then we followed it up with uh, with a really high volume Sunday in the NFL, too. So uh, a record week of app signups. I think we had over 50 app signups uh, over the course of the week. So I'm sure you guys being there and broadcasting from Circa itself and being being at our different properties and posting all the stuff on social and that that they did helped out a lot. Uh, it seems as though the uh, the, the monthly handle uh, that you guys are doing in our state is ticking up. What's behind that, do you think? Football? I, I, I think that, well, I'll be honest with you. I think that we got better with our tech. There were okay. some issues where people were having trouble logging on and they had to make several attempts. They'd have to call Jeff. I think we got better. I think we had a server issue. Um, it was our fault that uh, that caused some of those lags and delays, and I think we got that fixed in the last in the last six weeks. And so I think that you know people less frustrated and know that they can get in whenever they want to get in are much more likely to do so. So better user experience is behind yes. it, you think. Uh, so let's uh, recap the Survivor Week. Survivor had been going along relatively smoothly for the last couple, right? Everybody had been getting through until this weekend. What happened? Well, the top three choices all lost, and it started out with that inexplicable loss by the Raiders on Thursday night to the Baker Mayfield Rams were just, you know, the, all the things that had to go like they did. I still can't believe the Raiders lost that game. It, it, it seemed like they had total control. The ridiculous pass by Carr interception before the half. Let's not forget that with 12 minutes to go, the Rams were punting on fourth and three, mm -hmm. down by 13. And they were offsides. The Raiders are offsides in the middle of the line on fourth and three on a punt. And then they took a, a, a David Shaw like nine minute drive down two scores and, and score. Then the Raiders have third and one and can't get it. Then they sack them and they have the penalty for knocking the ball. I mean, just everything. So, anyhow, 15 people had the Raiders available, 11 used them. The top choice was Seattle. They lost at home. Mm -hmm. 
the top two choices, both three and a half point home favorites. So, I mean, really pick them games in, in the lines, two and a half for home or two. And uh, they lose to the Panthers and Tennessee got crushed at home. So I think 15, 13 and 12 or whatever. Uh, and then the, and then the loss on uh, Monday night, there was opposite picks of uh, Arizona and new England. So, the, the field uh, the field got cut in uh, down to what are we at now, Kenny? 39? 30 or something like that? Maybe yeah. it's 29 or 30. I yeah. mean, it, it got cut in half. Yeah. Uh, is there a play this week that you like? Where do you think the, the 29 or 30 survivors, uh, not knowing, of course, what they've got left to use, if you were still alive, what would you be doing this week? The availability is, is really something. Key. And, you know, nine people had the Cowboys last week, 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Wow. Eight used him, and I said, I want to interview the guy that didn't use him. Where does he think he's going to find Dallas? And then people were tweeting in the fourth quarter when it looked, you know, Houston sticks the ball in the end zone from the one, the game's over. They're tweeting, we really want to interview the guy now to find out why he didn't take him. Um, so, uh, yeah, what do people have available? That's the thing. Uh, almost no one has the bills left, so that's not really relevant. Almost no one has Philadelphia left. So that's not really relevant. People have the Saints. They're a four-point home favorite uh, against the Falcons. Uh, Kansas City's 14 on the road. I think only three people have Kansas City left. Uh, yeah, where do you go? The Commanders, they tied the Giants at home well. on the road, and they got the week off while the Giants were playing. I mean, you, may not, you may see the Sunday night game be the most popular with the commanders because people, a lot of them have them left. Did you see that team coming? That's to the season they're putting together with, with Heineke leading the way. Well, he started a playoff game yep. and, and they were competitive with Brady and that, mm -hmm. in that wild card game where they were the four and the bucks were the five. Yep. Um, but you know, Wentz played so bad. The team looked uncompetitive. He would get sacked five, six, seven times a game. You thought the defense should be better than it was, but uh, I mean, it, They've played well under Heineke. They've been competitive in every game. I think they're a playoff team, Kenny. I really think they make the playoffs. I think they win the game Sunday night. Um, so Seattle's fading. That that opens it up, right? It looks like the NFC North's going to get Minnesota. Now the Lions are interesting. You know, the Lions play the Jets, and that's their hardest game. What's left? I mean, the Lions are an interesting pick to make the playoffs Great. as well. But you really you, – you pencil in Philadelphia. You pencil in Minnesota. San Francisco and whoever wins the South. And then Dallas is going to be one of the wild cards. Who are the two others? Um, Giants, Washington, Lions, Seattle. That's about it. That's really that's left. You know, as we, as we think back and we'll talk more about this next week, um, do, you, do you remember prior to the season, everybody was talking about the slate of Christmas day games, Oh, God. how great they are, how so difficult competitive they are. all playoff teams. <laughs> yes. The Green Bay versus Miami. Miami might get in Denver versus the Rams. Neither going to the playoffs. Tampa Bay has to win their division may or may not versus Arizona. And now Colt McCoy, that looks so good when the schedule came out. It's a dog it's a stinker the, the rams denver might be one of the worst games of the year yeah, yeah. nickelodeon <laughs> picked it up that's how yeah. bad it is oh, oh god almighty yeah that is I, awful so and everybody thought about that but then still for survivor you got to use one of those teams right yep it's a so, standalone did people save miami hmm? maybe for their sake i hope so right i mean that's yeah. who you hope there was a theory you say you know you say both sides of the same game I mean, 
if a guy had two left and we're down to 30, you might think right. about using Denver and the Rams. Yep. Just never use through. them again. Right. Right. And you get, get one through. through. So yep. that, that's a scenario where it could occur. Mike, give me um, and I'll give you one. And I've been on this team. I, I I've got, I really liked the chargers prior to the year. Um, I think that they can, I, I'm not sure there's another loss left on their schedule. I mean, even if they say it's this week against Tennessee, they've got a really good schedule going forward. 10 wins is going to get you a wild card. In my opinion, the division's gone. Um, but is the, are, are the chargers, if you're trying to find a dark horse, you know, everybody's got the bills and the chiefs and maybe the Bengals and the Eagles and the Niners, but outside of that top five, give, give me a dark horse team that you're eyeing. What were your five, Kenny? Bills, yeah. Chiefs, uh-huh. Bengals, Eagles, Niners. Dallas? I just they, they haven't done anything in the playoffs in 30 years. And I can't trust Dak Prescott. I, I, I don't know. They should have lost that game to Houston. They should have. Um, their defense can be good enough because they can get pressure on the passer and turn the ball over. Um, but you're, you got the point there about Prescott. Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's it's really hard. Uh, I mean, you say Chargers, but then it's the Staley experience. Staley, but well, they were healthy. They were healthy against Miami, and they were really in control of that game. Mm-hmm. They haven't been healthy, and now they got this Dicker. Seems like he's kicking. Field goals have been a problem for them for fifty Forever. years. You, yeah, you, since vacating it right, but yeah. Dicker seems like he's consistent at least. Maybe they are the next team. Maybe they're the sixth team. Um, I think they are. Yeah, the Minnesota defense is terrible. Yeah, I can't. You can't, you can't put Minnesota in there. You just can't. I, I want to, but because I can't, it's good for business that the Vikings are in contention. Radio wise, good for business. Um, How about, I can't put them in. I, I, I would put the Ravens over the Chargers. You like Baltimore? What, well, Baltimore will be back. I mean, he's not yeah. out forever. And I, I mean, they found the most amazing ways to lose games, too, Kenny. Oh, my I gosh. Mean, if, they, if they were 11 and 3, they'd be telling a different story about him. I still think. I still think the Ravens are good enough to get to a, a conference final. Uh, certainly, uh, Chelsea. Anybody, uh, anybody out of the big two? I mean, uh, in in the NFC that you can identify at all? I don't think so. I mean, do you like t- can, can tap? If if Tom Brady gets in, might that be it? They're terrible, yeah, Kenny. They're really bad. They're really they should have lost to the Saints. They were non-competitive against Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. I mean, San Francisco got 35 early in the third and then shut it down. You know what I mean? Zip, could, yeah. Yeah. That, that game was over. I don't think Tampa Bay is any good. I don't even know if they're the best team in that division. Uh, maybe Carolina. Maybe. Maybe it's Atlanta. Amazing, huh? They fired really? Matt rule. And all of a sudden this team that we thought was going to tank and they give away McCaffrey. They're going to tank. This is the team to go against every week in survivor. They, they, they could be a division leader at the end of next week. I'll tell you what I've got from a personal note, and I forgot all about this ticket. Carolina's over under total begin the year was six and a half. Yeah. I thought there's no way they're getting there. They got yeah. four games left, and all they need to do is win two. I think I'm in the driver's seat. I think you are too. You're a favorite now. I have to be. They've got five already. They need to get two more. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought, and I took advantage of, I, I took a flyer on this at, at Circa. Um, alternate over under totals. I put, I bumped the, the saints up to nine and a half before the year. I was convinced the Buccaneers were a fraud. I didn't, I thought Carolina was going to win six, seven games. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with Atlanta. I just, so I thought it's going to be the saints. Well, I, I was right on one hand that the Buccaneers are a fraud. I just picked the wrong team to maybe win the division. 
Yeah, but you don't know Jameis is going to be out. Well, that's true. I think that made a big difference in their season, honestly. Their defense is still decent. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hey, how are college basketball, the games that have made their way to uh, to Las Vegas, and there seemingly has been more this year, uh, are they bringing the people into town that uh, was expected? Yeah, not really. Yeah. We haven't really seen that big of a push. Haven't you? Even that tournament, you know, where they had Baylor and, and Virginia and Illinois and UCLA, I thought that we'd get more for that. We got a lot more for when we had Arizona and Michigan in that last year. It's been a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of, of basketball in uh, in Las Vegas, tournaments coming up. You last year, you guys at Circus started to really make a big push. We know what the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is, right? If you like sports, if you like to bet on sports, it's very high on literally everybody's bucket list. You guys were going to try and elevate the Sweet 16 weekend. Looking at the price, A, to get an air, a plane ticket out for that weekend, uh, something seems to be working in Las Vegas as far as bringing people out for the second weekend. Well, we got the Western Regional Final. You know, the Western Region is here um, at uh, T-Mobile. So uh, that will draw people as well. Plus, it will draw people later, too, when they find out when they're t- who the teams are. Right. right. You don't even know. And then, you know, on Selection Sunday where you would be going if you win the first two games. So it's pretty exciting. And you guys have the first round in Des Moines as well. Yep. At Wells Fargo. I might be able to get out there for that. Uh, nice. I know we split a suite there with Wild Rose, our partner in Iowa. So uh, I might be able to see the fir- first four games of the tur- first four rounds of the tournament, two in Des Moines and two in Las Vegas. So who's uh, you guys split a suite? So how many tickets is that? Like eight? No, it's 10, ten each. Ten, ten each. a piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what my best pathway might be. Might I reach out to Tom Timmons or I might reach out to Mike Palm? Yeah. To get one of those seats. We'll, we'll figure that. Hey, in our final few minutes, I, um, I was as part of our, my Vegas trip. Um, my son for my birthday took me to see the, a hockey game when I was in town last mm-hmm. week. It was the Rangers uh, and the Golden Knights at T-Mobile. I, I've been to literally hundreds of NHL game over my life, right? It's just different, Mike, the way that the, the Golden Knights present the game itself. It's more than the game. They try to add a little Las Vegas show to it. And you know what? It works. It's quite a production. Yeah. Uh, so for you who haven't been there before, you know, it's amazing. It's like more like a Cirque show. It is. And a hockey game. Um, they do a really good job of it. And the atmosphere is very good inside of T-Mobile. It's always electric, whether it's, you know, they're, they're playing Columbus, uh, you know, or they're, or, or they're playing Sacramento or uh, San Jose, who's kind of a hated rival from yeah. the playoff series in that. Uh, I always say, and, and the first few years I went to almost every game, um, there, there are occasions where there are more visitors, jerseys or sweaters mm-hmm. than there are nights. And in my experience, those first two years, you know, it's going to be an Eastern Conference team because they only come there once. Right. And and I went to the Rangers game. It was 60-40 Rangers tonight's. And the Bruins was like 65-35, you know. Wow. And they were both just in town. Uh, and Bruins really playing well. Um, Rangers, not so much. Not so much. But, I, I, you know, I told you, General Jim Montgomery, he's a winner wow. wherever he goes. And they've, they've just played very well. How about they just dominated the Avalanche that night that you were in? Well, the Avalanche they, they, they went, they lost, they went and lost in Arizona then. And then they came back and, and beat the Knights pretty handily on Sunday. 
Yeah, they did. Look at Las Vegas, who's in Winnipeg tonight, so I'll, see, I'll watch that game because the college basketball slate. I hate this week of sports, Mike, for especially Tuesday and Wednesday. Right? I get Monday night football. I get Thursday night football. But the Tuesday, Wednesday, I get it that the kids are all going through their, their yeah. finals mm-hmm. and it's finals week. But, man, it's a tough slate. Is this one of your slower Tuesday, Wednesdays in the book? Yeah, well, we're, we're by by the World Cup here, so yeah, true. Uh, we got a good crowd this morning. But the, yeah, you're right, non-compelling, and we lost. Remember when Max started up, we had like 39 straight days of football because Max right. on Tuesday. We lost the Tuesday, Wednesday leading up to the bowl game starting this weekend too. How's the World Cup gone for you guys? It's gone pretty well. Um, if France wins, it'll be really great for us because everybody faded France with all the injuries. Injuries, yeah. Yeah, it's a really great result. But we've done well. And basically, you know, people bet the team to advance. Once we got into the knockout stage, they always bet the dogs. Mm. So, you know, a couple dogs have gotten through, but mostly favorites. And it's been good, though. The handle's been good. The handle's in six figures every game. So it's wow. great. No, Condon does. Trent bets the bets the draw. He's big in the draw. I don't know. Is that is that a good angle? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I more play totals and uh, yeah. stuff like that and day trade totals. So uh, I don't even get into sides too much, although I took a little piece of Morocco at 42 to 1 here because they haven't given up. They haven't given up a goal yet, Kenny. I mean, their own goal against Canada was the only one they've given up. Mm. They're just tough. They're tougher in a $2 stake. And so <laughs> – I took a little shot at him now, and it's it's fun. I, I bet Argentina before, so I have that. Now they're up two goals at halftime here, so um, it looks like I'll have one of my sides in the finals, and if I get lucky tomorrow, I might have both finalists for my futures. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? Can, is there anything that compares to a soccer crowd, like the Mexican fans take over? We saw that a couple of times. I mean, it's country, right? It's it's one thing to root for the Broncos. It's another thing, in my case, to you know root for the Maple Leaf on the front of their jersey. Is there anything that compares to a soccer crowd? Uh they're different, right? They got the drums and all of this. Yeah. And, and, and it's really interesting in the Middle East, especially with these African countries and Senegal and Morocco doing well and, and how much it is. I, I, I think about the fervor, you know, playoff baseball at the stadium, playoff baseball is yeah, pretty special. It is. Uh, it's really amazing. Playoff baseball where you're up for every pitch. You know what I think about? I think about the Olympics, uh, with Canada, USA in the final, what year was it in Vancouver? 2012. 10? 10, 10, 10, 10, was it? Yeah. yeah Pat I thought that atmosphere was also very incredible. Mike, I'll, I'll go to my grave thinking this. That there's no team that has had more pressure on them to win the gold medal than Team Canada did. It's yeah. our game. Yep. It's in Canada. The superstars you had on the ice, Sidney Crosby with the golden goal, and it looked for a while like the Americans were going to steal it. Yeah. Not steal it because they belonged. But I go back to that as being one of the greatest atmospheres yeah. ever as well. The fi- You know, a final of an Olympics. Yeah. Last thing for you, baseball-wise, the hot stove starting to heat up at all. Does that does it matter when Jacob deGrom signs with the Rangers? I mean, does that matter to you guys when you're putting out your futures? Yeah. Does it? And, and, Sh- and Verlander going to the Mets. Right, another one. I hated DeGrom because I don't watch that. I very rarely watch the Rangers play, right? It's just, yeah. it's a, it's an odd time, and I don't watch the American League as much as the National League. So 
I don't know. I, I would have rather him stayed it where I would have watched more of the games. But, yeah, it matters. It matters a little bit. But but then again, you know, people like to bet. They like to bet the win totals. So that's what you got to get. Because you get a lot of action on the win totals once the, the pitchers and catchers report. And you put those out right after Valentine's Day. And that people, baseball fans, like to bet season win totals. So there's where you got to get, get it right. Uh, your, your relationship with the uh, San Diego Padres, do you think they were really close with Judge? <sighs> I don't know. They're willing to spend. Yes. So, um, I I somehow think that Otani is going to move. Really? Uh, I do. Before the season? I do. I think so. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Padres or the Dodgers. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. I'm just, uh, that's my thought. Yeah. The way I read the situation and from what I hear. So the salary cap does not matter to the owner of the project, similar to Steve Cohen with the Mets. No, I, no, he just wants to get a winner. Yeah, can't blame yeah. him for that. We all like to root for winners. You guys have a winner at Circus Sports and down at the D and at the Golden Gate. Can't wait to get back out there for the second week. Again, we had such a great time. The, the whole crew with Iowa everywhere, Chris Williams, Chris Hassel, Brent Bloom, myself, John Liebel out there. Uh, we had a blast. Can't wait to do it again. I know we're making plans to already go back and – uh, and then do this sometime, uh, maybe April, once things start to wind down a little bit. Um, by the way, can you do the Mediacom show tomorrow morning? I forgot to ask you before we went on. It'll be uh, 8 yes. o'clock your time. What is it, my time? 8 a.m. Do you have a school drop-off? No. We're, we're no. previewing. I the won't New be able to do it to because I'm between two school drop-off. Gotcha. All right. Yep. We'll, do, we'll do something else next time. Yep. Uh, Mike, we'll talk to you on the radio on Friday. Thanks for doing this, as always, Mike Palm. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Kenny. Good to talk to you, Mike Palm. That's going to wrap things up. Another episode. Iowa everywhere.